0: I think the best and safest word we can use is today. It's
1: true. Yeah. Good today Which, everyone. Good today. Yes. Wherever you happen to be in this uh, wonderful big round blue planet of ours. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. 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 Yes, uh it's lovely to see you uh on this very uh actually we're we're gathered around the campfire today in a wood, uh, a mystical, um, spiritual wood, foresty thing. Which um, is definitely not our table sat next to the cu-
0: kitchen boiler where it's nice and warm. Definitely not our kitchen. <laughs> uh,
1: on this, on this Squirrel Appreciation Day. It is Squirrel Appreciation Day. Hashtag Squirrel Appreciation Day. Squirrel Appreciation Day. Um, by the time you get this, uh, by the time we'll you listen to this, it won't be Squirrel app- Appreciation
0: squirrel Day. Squirrel Appreciation Day will have been two months ago by the time you oh, get to crikey, this. Oh, crikey, will it? Yeah. Wow.
1: We're working about two months ahead now. Hashtag Squirrel Appreciation Day, hashtag two months ago. Hashtag two months ago. Hashtag which, stop doing hashtags. Which kind of ties into our thing
0: today. I would like to take a whole episode, give or take a minute or two, to look at the concept of cyclical time. Cyclical time. Yes, don't ask me to spell it, and instead I will say, Hail and welcome, lovely listeners. Welcome to episode 29 of Frithcast. <laughs>
1: for some music, wouldn't it? It would. It was
0: for the music do do there. Do yeah, let's do it. that. was a bit faster. Then. Yeah, that's all.
1: okay. Let's wait for it to finish. Okay again.
0: Okay. So, before we get going on the wonders of cyclical time...
1: Oh, hello from me too, by the way.
0: We haven't got that far yet, don't worry. We haven't got that far. So, before we get going today, I'd like to say hail and welcome, well met. Come and pull up a space around the virtual campfire.
1: I'm Suzanne, and I'm Kate of that ilk, and I live here. I am, yes, oh yes, I am uh, a coffee-powered druid. Coffee-powered druid! Yeah. Anyway, where have we got to?
0: We got to hello!
1: Hello! <laughs> <laughs> We're making progress then. (laughs) Hello, um, I'm Kate. I'm uh, I am uh, a a druid who lives here and runs almost entirely on coffee. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: Now we've got that (laughs) past (laughs) that. I wanted to talk today a little bit about the concept of cyclical time and how it relates to North East. God's Do you want to do it again? Darn it! Would you like me to do it for you? Yeah, you do that. You do that whole line, because I am just...
1: Right. Suzanne, who's had two stabs at this line already, wanted to talk to you today about cyclical time and how it relates to northern heathenry.
0: How come you can get that line right and I can't? Because
1: I stopped. I went northern (laughs) heathenry. I read it out like William Shatner. Yeah, okay. Only without the drama. What? You can do more drama if and how it relates to northern heathenry? Oh, there was a whole ghost of Brian Blessed going on there. Oh, you want Brian Blessed? Go yeah. on, do Brian I Blessed. Use, I don't think I can actually. I'm <coughs> trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to improve my voice, not make it more Brian Blessedy. Oh, I don't know
0: what the lady's equivalent would be of Brian Blessed. Are there any lady hams?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> massive, massive lady hams. I
0: don't know. <laughs> But never mind. Um, I wanted to start today's combat. Oh, Oh god, I'm not going to get you off that topic now. No, it's all right. Get started. come on! Cyclical time. Cyclical time, and this is where the story really starts because that is really important for today's episode. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to start with a quote, which some of you may recognise, especially if, like the pair of us, you are um, nerds and/or geeks. And like yourself a little bit of sci-fi. Oh yeah, we do like the sci-fi. We do like the sci-fi. So if you happen to recognise the following quote, all good and groovy, and if not, we'll kind of stick it in the show notes like we usually do. The quote is, all of this has happened before, and all of this will happen again. So say we all. So say we all. Of course, from the modern remake of Battlestar Galactica. I thought it was from Peter Pan. Yeah, you see, that's where it came from originally, um, was J.M. Barrie's Peter Pan. It's the first line of J.M. Barrie's Peter Pan, certainly which is the, kind the... of really weird because it doesn't fit the rest of the story. It's just no. this little isolated quote and then it carries on going.
1: It's in the Disney film from mm. the original, Disney, well I so say the original, the Disney film from the 19, was it fifty-eight?
0: No, we'll have to go look it up. Something
1: like that. Yeah. Um, and it it does the the, the, the the nice twinkly opening theme music, and then the first line of narration is, "This has all happened before." This is uh, all
0: of this has happened before. I, I'm trying to think
1: exactly how it phrases it. Something like this has all happened <laughs> before, and it will happen again. And then it just stops and starts again with a different bit of narration, and it's like,
0: what? What Where does, does that, that belong? Why is that there? Why you know? is it kind of stuck on the front as you're you praying mm. to the whole thing? So that, to me, kind of sums up, aside from the like, slight confusion over the Peter Pan part, <laughs> sums up the concept of cyclical time. Um, so cyclical time, the concept that events will occur, be in the past, be looked forward to again and occur again and then be in the past and we look forward to again so that concept of time going in cycles um cyclical time
1: there is no past or future as such it's just a case of where you are on the cycle
0: yes yeah, yeah. so this concept of cyclical time it, a big part of it comes from the myth cycle okay so the myth cycle when you look at it, starts with the creation of the worlds. Well, the myth cycle. The myth cycle. Yes. Cycle is in the word. It's kind of right there. There's a clue. <laughs> the myth cycle starts with the creation of the worlds, mm. and then takes you all the way through the Aesir and Vanir. Takes you through their their rise, their their time of of great power and influence, and then their decline, mm. up to the end events in the Ragnarok well, strangely for a faith cosmology it not only details the creation which is fairly standard and the what happens in the middle part which is fairly standard yeah but it also details the end of days mm. the some people will know it as the twilight yeah of the gods but then it details what comes after that okay and how the world start again mm. and how the societies start again so some some heathens will look at this, this whole cycle as the fact that it doesn't have a beginning and it doesn't have an end, it just keeps going round. Okay. For some heathens, the first time the Ragnarok has happened has already passed. Right. And for some heathens, the first time that the Ragnarok will happen is in the future. Okay. Yeah, this is where it gets fun. So I'm going to try and keep my words kind of mostly in the right patterns and mostly in the straight lines. For So for some heathens, they understand that we're in the period after the Ragnarok. Okay. After the first Ragnarok. And for some heathens, the Ragnarok is yet to come.
1: Alrighty. So would it be true to say that... I mean, I would, I would take something, a model like this, as there being... A lot of the time you'll find in science fiction, people will use the idea of a time loop. Yes. And... People watching those films, those shows, will say, ah, but how did that work the first time? Yes. Before John Connor went back in time to rescue Sarah.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, that's Kyle a, Reese went back uh, in time yeah, to, 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 to rescue Sarah. That, that's a whole evening's worth of untangling. Yeah. Um, it's the same with the Back to the Future films. It yes. kind of takes a little bit to get your head around the time loops and where the timeline goes.
1: How did How did Doc Brown survive being shot the first time and Marty hadn't got it. Without Marty's warning. I'm not sure how that would work, but anyway. Yeah. But the the, pr- the problem with asking that question is that it doesn't acknowledge the fact that you've got a time loop. So it's a closed loop. And closed system. It, it doesn't really mean anything to say, well, what about the first time? Because it's just one loop. Yes. So it's like, if I would say if... if, so if it there's, always if, has been one loop, so there's no event yeah. that closes that loop. There's no. There was no point. <laughs> there was no... No sequence of those events that didn't have Kyle Reese coming back in, because it's just one single loop. Yes. So that would lead me to say, well. But I mean, we can get onto this later because I've just got
0: images of Doc Brown pulling up in the car and just looking at Marty, going, "Come with me if you want to live." <laughs> it's a very strange kind of mash-up, time wibbly wobbly thing that I've Marty, got going on my mind. Marty,
1: Marty jumping in the car, going, "Get out!" <laughs> get
0: out! I um, need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle,
1: <laughs> and that really
0: nifty skateboard that is so cool. Oh, fabulous hoverboard! Oh, um,
1: yeah, no, I can Skip imagine. The mashup because no, that's just
0: doing funny things. No, to my head no right because now
1: because I've because I've got the T1000, barreling after them. They're driving away in the car, and Ollie's got is a hoverboard. <laughs> okay, I'll get you. Yeah, so it's as long as you don't go over water. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, by that model, I would take it that the people who think the Ragnarok has passed and the people who think the Ragnarok is yet to come Mm. are both correct.
0: Because you're in a a
1: closed-loop system. Yes, the Ragnarok is one point in the cycle. The question is, where are we in the cycle? Are we nearer to the beginning of it or nearer to the end of it if you mark Ragnarok as the reset point? Yes. Do go on. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just having my
0: brain blown a little bit here, but it's good. It's a good thing. Mm. The concept of cyclical, uh, cyclical time is that la- time is not linear. Okay. Or time is linear, but it's kind of wibbly-wobbly, timey whammy. So it's kind of the understanding that time is not a line. Mm. You don't have a start point and you don't have an end point. You might have events along that line.
1: Okay.
0: Certainly, this ties into wider concepts of things like the norns and predestination free will self-choice and destiny which is going to be a whole other podcast because that subject is huge i'm just going
1: to say have we talked on the norms yet
0: we haven't a couple of episodes time we're going to talk on the norns because okay. reasons cool. and that concept of the norns and predestiny free will self-choice all ties into this understanding of cyclical time if time is cyclical can we alter what is to
1: come You see, this was something I was going to ask you in a bit anyway. Yeah. Because assuming that we have a loop, Mm -hmm. then it implies that events are the same each way round. All of this has happened before, and all of this will happen again. So that implies everything that we've experienced this time round is what we have experienced an infinite amount of times before and an infinite amount of times yet to come. Because, again, it's (coughs) all just one loop that we're going round and round. Now, if you're talking about events being able to change, yes, then that raises the question of: is it a loop or is it a spiral? Yes. A helix. I'm sorry.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's getting a little bit big for my brain, but it's (laughs) it kind of
1: if you brain the size of a planet.
0: Yeah, no, not in my case. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) not. But if you look at the Ragnarok you might understand that the Ragnarok has already been okay. and we are in the period after the Ragnarok. Mm. Now some gods survive the Ragnarok according to the myth cycle and some don't. Okay, It's very, the myth cycle is very specific about what happens to certain gods and goddesses mm. at the end in, in the Ragnarok in the battles so are the words of that myth cycle specific because they've seen it before yeah and they know and they're
1: just writing down what they know from what i understand the information that we have about the sequence of events that will constitute ragnarok Mm. come from mimir post head being taken off yeah the accidental decapitation
0: yeah that happens at the beginning he's on a fairly minimalist diet
1: after that point and he gets (laughs) all the way to the end times. So the question (laughs) is then, is Mimir reporting something that he's seen as a a flash of the future, Mm. or is he reporting something that's known to be because it's already happened, even though he knows it's got to happen again?
0: Yeah, and it also, you know, even if you consider the passage of time to be a helix or um, to be a spiral, there are implications for people who use seethwork, work, who use spay work, who use oracle, mm. as to what they're seeing.
1: Are they just seeing, are they... I tell you just <clears throat> are anything. they remembering or
0: are they seeing? And is there, a, is there actually a difference if you're in a cyclical time? Exactly.
1: Are they, are they seeing, or they presumably would be seeing, across the loop? So they'd be seeing, they'd be sort of cutting across that that arc, <coughs> yes, which is where time is is taking us, apparently taking us, and they're just they're just getting a glance straight across to the you know the other side of the loop. There, wow,
0: yeah. That, yes,
1: yeah. So we we
0: yeah. Let's bring it back to a little bit more shallow for a minute or two. Must we? Yeah, just yeah, steady on. I know we talked earlier about pie. Pie is good. Pie is good. We like pie. Pie is always good. Yes, you know I'm good. You have one type of pie, I have many with the pie. I'm fond of fish pie. I'm good with a good apple pie.
1: Not, yeah.
0: Cracking apple pie. But actually the pie I want to have a, a natural about is the one with numbers in it. Oh, yes. <laughs> pie! Yes. Pie?
1: Pie. Pie. I know, but you spell it, pie. Pie? Pie. Yes. Pie? Pie. pie? pie. 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 Not tau.
0: Not tau. Pie. Well now, Pie! Pi is a the one that I learned in school that starts 3.1415 and is the tricky thing that I do something with a calculator and circles. That's right. Okay, that one. Right, I know which one I'm talking about, so we're not with the apple or the cherry or the rhubarb. We're with the number one. Yes. Okay,
1: Okay. Right, I'm with you. So, pi is a relational... uh, I'm not a mathematician, so (laughs) I won't get all the terminology right. But I'm sure, I'm sure all of you will have encountered it anyway. It's fairly basic in in, in sort of school uh, maths classes and so forth. Pi, it's a relationship between uh, the radius of a circle and circumference, mm. and it is a a, a a sort of a universal standard of three point one four one five nine something 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 something. Yeah, and that something 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 is the significant bit. Um, as far as we know. At the moment, uh, pi is um, a decimal sequence that goes on forever. Okay. There is no indication as yet that pi comes to an end. There is also no indication as yet that pi has a regular repeating sequence, uh, regular repeating pattern. So it's not
0: cyclical. It just carries on well, going in random, now, random sequences.
1: The thing that we get. The complication that we run into here is because, after the decimal point, there is an infinite number of digits. That's a lot of digits. That's a lot of digits. We're going to need, like, a bigger boat. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now, the thing about an infinite, if you take an infinite number of digits, and they are, as far as we know, random. So, in other words, because there's no discernible pattern, when you ne- when you calculate the next digit, it could be anything from 1 to 0, or <coughs> 0 to 9, mm-hmm. whichever way you want to do it. The thing is, if it is an infinite sequence of entirely random numbers, then it stands to reason that at some point down the line, sequences will start to repeat. This is logical. Yes. It depends okay. how okay. many numbers you're taking at once. Yes. So if you say, right, I got these 10 digits. I'm going to look down the sequence and see if they recur. They will recur quite often because 10 is a fairly short sequence. Okay. They will occur mm. quite often. If you say, "I'm going to take this sequence of 20 million digits and see when they recur," they will recur, but it'll be much further down the line. Wow! And this nice... is the
0: 10,000 monkeys and Shakespeare thing, isn't it? Exactly
1: that. Yes. Okay. Just th- purely through random chance.
0: Okay. I'm good. I'm right with you.
1: Things will recur. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is, if you again, you you postulating a, an endless series of numbers, mm. sooner or later. Every method of describing every phenomenon that can possibly exist will occur in pi.
0: See, I like things
1: occurring in pi. Yeah. It's awfully good.
0: You know, it's
1: tasty. Indeed. And it also contains the entirety of reality. Every possible reality. Every possible thing that could exist is described in pi. In numbers. You've just got to know what coding to look for it. Wow. So essentially the entire of... I was going to use creation, inverted commas creation. The whole of creation is a circle. Because a circle conceptually exists. Everything exists.
0: Whoa. I'm going to just take a minute here and just get my head around that for a minute. Can't. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yes. Maths
0: is not one of my strong points, and when we're getting into theoretical maths,
1: oh, that's not theoretical maths.
0: Oh my god, that's not
1: theoretical maths. Don't pick me up. That's just me talking bollocks. <laughs> okay, that's just me. I, you know, I had a peculiar dream once, <laughs> and it gave rise to a, a theological what's it, and that's my theological what's it. Take it. Don't take it to a mathematician and say, is this right? Because they'll just laugh.
0: So, I wanted to have a look today at the concept of cyclical time, Okay, how it relates to where things are, where we are right now in this world that we know. Are we looking at the Ragnarok to come? Has it been? Is there a difference? And that is, that is a whole evening's conversation there, lovely listeners. That is kind of a, a settle into a meditative mode and really thrash this thing out, because this is
1: what fascinates me. Well, at the risk of leaping ahead, because not that I want to give away spoilers or anything. <gasps> spoiler, sweetie. Spoiler, sweetie. Um, we might be concentrating a little more on the actual Ragnarok itself Yes, next I think, time.
0: I think there is, there is definitely going to be an episode on that okay at some point. I think for me how looking at cyclical time and how it's evidenced in the myth cycle is looking at if we just take the actions and speech of the Allfather and Frigga and when they know things what they do. The Allfather at the beginning of the myth cycle is very much one for going out and going into Midgard and being out of Asgard.
1: Yeah.
0: But towards the end of the mid-cycle, he doesn't leave so much, and he's much more stern, much more thoughtful, much more introspective, because I think he knows what's coming. Okay. And I don't think even he can can change it. Even Frigga, when she learns that the death of Baldur is going to arrive, yeah she tries everything she can think of. She sings an incredibly powerful spell song to keep her son safe, and it isn't enough, and it happens anyway. So there are things that the the Aesir and Vanya understand will happen, and foreshadowing is huge. In Loki's flighting, The gods all warn Loki to shut up because they're going to bind him to a rock. Yeah. And they do. So it is things, they are no things and they are things that are immutable. They don't, you can't move them even if. Now then, there's a quote that says, even if a man run away from his destiny, he run towards it. Or something similar, which I can't remember the full quote of.
1: I think we've, I think we've, Touched on it before. I think we have yeah. used it before. It was um, the, I mean the, the version of it that r- most readily springs to my mind is Galadriel, mm-hmm. in the mirror, mm-hmm. in The Lord of the Rings, and she's, it's either Frodo or Sam is is looking into her, her pool, her mirror, mm-hmm. and is seeing the future. Yes. Uh, and is seeing the Shire being ransacked and mm-hmm. all this sort of thing, and uh, and says, is this this is definitely going to happen? And she says, well, it shows you a possible future. Mm. and he's like well in that case I've got to go home I've got to save everyone and she says but sometimes the future that you see in the mirror only comes to pass because people who see it turn aside to try to prevent it
0: yes and it's it's a very similar thing yeah. it then sort of touches on the ethics of self choice and self free will Yeah, and that probably needs a whole episode so <laughs> Not sure of it the does. ethics yeah. of free will
1: I mean the the, the thing that would the thing that would interest me the most is how people behave if they know and i'm talking about see i'm looking at it from a mortal point of view and it's it's difficult for when you are a mortal mm. it's difficult to imagine how a god how they would see the situation with the information that they have which is considerably broader Great. than ours yes so i would be interested in things like i mean like we've touched on already is it a fixed circle is it a loop if it is a loop then the all father is gathering his forces yes throughout human history he picks the bravest and the ones that are most beneficial to him in fighting at the end yes now he knows how that war is going to go yes because Mimir has that information and has provided it. So yeah, let's ass- even assuming, um, or or that he he he's discerned it himself, but he's got that information. Perhaps from, if we assume it's a loop, then he's got that information from prior to the Ragnarok, on the the one that's behind it. Mm. So that information has come to him from the last loop, and he knows he can't change anything. That the loop. The wheel will turn and it just keeps on turning and it will the same spokes are going to keep going past yes so that raises the the question of you know I mean humans would try to break the wheel yes with apologies to Daenerys (laughs) Targaryen humans would try to crack the pattern because we think linearly we think in terms of past and future we can't work out how a time loop can be closed you know yeah, how, because
0: we think well how did it close was it linear yeah. before that and how can we make it linear again that's right
1: yeah we we think there was a time when kyle reese didn't come back into the past mm. we we aren't equipped to do that so our natural instinct would be well we have information from the previous turn of the wheel if i do something differently i can break the pattern yes and i can I can Bill Murray my way out of this (laughs) you know all I have to do is love the right person or or fight win the right battle or select the right people I I must have chosen different people last time I Mm -hmm. must have used different tactics last time if I do, whereas a god might say it's a closed loop Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can change because everything I do is everything I've already done and everything I will do next time so in that case must make you very
0: kind of stoical yes and no i mean there's plenty of examples of huge amounts of love and sorrow and passion in the in the mid cycle that mm. gods still have but if you follow that logic through the ragnarok has already happened mm. and is going to happen
1: yeah
0: and is happening right now well yeah i
1: suppose elsewhere on the loop yeah mm. yeah yeah which raises the question of: Is anything actually moving at all? Pi, pi is moving. If the <laughs> if the loop is a, I don't know, a structure in, I want to say, space time, because I can't think of another word. Mm-hmm. But if the loop is just a structure in space time, is it completely static? And all that's and all that's happening is that the the versions of us that exist at each moment around the loop have a different perception. They can see the the bit to that side but not the bit to that side and they think that's the past and therefore that's the future and we're not actually moving at all, we're just a series of still images
0: I never considered the fact that it was space that was moving Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Okay (sighs) Lovely listeners I'm going to go away and think about this some more because this is quite big for my wee little brain and I don't want to overheat it all in one go so we're going to cut it there for today Or, or
1: if it is a helix, it might be that you can change something Ooh. But wow. then how do you know? And how do you know what to change? And, and when? when?
0: Okay. My brain has officially overheated. Lovely listeners, we're going to call it there for today. And um, we hope we haven't overheated your brain on the understanding, a little bit of a walk around the concept of cyclical time. In the round mid-cycle and
1: round and round, <laughs> and, and, round, round and round the round concept a... of cyclical time
0: oh dear i didn't even see that one <laughs> okay so we will talk to you all next time we hope your brains haven't like exploded out your ears or anything <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. so um if you'd like to find us online and carry on talking with us about the wonders of cyclical time <laughs> we'll do our best I've been Suzanne, so you can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin, or on Twitter.
1: And uh, I'm Kate, and if for, if you should find yourself wanting to get in touch with me, I have a social media accounts, but you are probably best bet to go to glassrain.net, uh, and they're all linked from there. So,
0: we will talk to you all next time.
1: Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah Um, anyway, Mists of Antiquity yes you wanted to talk about this didn't you
0: possibly yes
1: and the far-flung future
0: and that too, and now now? all at the same time
1: whatever now it proved to be I
0: know, that could take a whole episode on its own to be fair, now the, the concept of
1: now it could
0: yeah, let's not go there just yet, because I'm still having fun wrapping my brain
1: around that one. Shall I stop messing about and let you get started then?
0: We could... We could have... You know, we could get started.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm following your lead, you know. Oh, fudge. You're in charge. It's your thing. I <laughs> <No>,
0: we're doomed.
1: <laughs> it's your thing. If it were my thing, it'd be... It's not my thing. It's a shared thing. Well, I know it is, but, you know, it's it's... it's is what I'm saying. It's an asatru thing. It's a, it's a thing. It's a, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things.
1: I am not, not those things.
0: All right. I'm possibly those things. even okay. In some definition, I um, might be a thing. A, yeah. yeah. You know.
1: It's. It's the afternoon. It is. Uh, or is it going to be night time by the time this uh, gets?
0: Well, to be fair, we have people across the world who listen to it in different time zones. So it's going to be, I think, the best and safest word we can use is
1: today. It's true. Yeah. Good today, everyone. Good today, yes. Wherever you happen to be in this uh, wonderful, big, round, blue planet of ours. Yeah, one of those. Uh, It's lovely to see you uh, on this very, uh, actually we're